Greetings, teachers. Welcome back to another episode inside the Literacy Lounge. I'm your host, Sierra Harris. And holiday break is right around the corner. I bet you knew that already, but I have to join in on the celebration. We, uh, you have worked so hard this semester and you deserve every bit of time of that break that's coming up. So I thought maybe we would do a unique episode where we talk about some professional development books that are perfect and bingeable for your holiday break. I love taking advantage of my breaks. Back when I was in the classroom, I loved making sure that I had a professional development book ready to go on my desk that I was going to binge over breaks. That way, I didn't really have to worry about spending time doing extra professional development while I was in the classroom because, you know, Lord knows, we don't have time for that. You're dealing with, you know, kids and lesson plans and parents and meetings and your own family life. There's no really extra time to put into that personal professional development like we wish there were. So instead, I always tried to really make it a point to have a book ready that I thought I could really dive into and get through within the two weeks of either like holiday break, spring break, or of course, maybe something even a little bit more heavy over summer break. So because holiday break is right here, right around the corner, I have put together my list of five bingeable uh, professional development books that are perfect for holiday break. So we're going to walk through those together today, and I'm going to put links to all of these books in the show notes. That way you don't have to go in looking for them. They're all right there. And that way you can just click buy and go and enjoy, you know, some professional development time if that interests you, of course, over your holiday break. So I will say before I get into these, these are all books that I have read personally. I wanted to make sure that I could really provide a list of ones that I know, love, and trust, and that I think you absolutely will enjoy. I will also say that I am not being sponsored by any of these publishers or authors. They have no idea that I'm about to shout out their book. Um, And I'm doing a shout out for these books, again, because I have gotten so much out of the book myself that I think you will enjoy them as well. So there may be a book or two on this list that you've already read. There may be a book or two that you haven't heard of. So I hope that you'll tune in with me and dive in and let's together find an amazing professional development book that maybe you would enjoy reading over your holiday break. So let's go. Teaching skills like reading comprehension doesn't have to be overwhelming. With the right tools and strategies in place, you can find success for you and your students. Step into the Literacy Lounge, the podcast that will give you the what, why, and how to elevate your literacy instruction and get the results you've always wanted. Here's your host and veteran elementary school teacher, Sierra Harris. All right. So book number one, I put this one on the list and I will put this book on every list that I make. And it is not a book that is highly well known. The author is Jim Knight, and he is actually well known in the education space for supporting instructional coaches. The majority of the texts that he writes, I would say like 90% of the texts he writes and the work that he does is to support instructional coaching. There is one book, however, that he wrote 
called High Impact Instruction. And it is a book for just an everyday general education teacher. And this book is phenomenal. When we are talking about just hardcore, strong, down to basics, best practices, this is my go-to recommendation for all teachers. Whether you're new or veteran, it's a thick book. However, I am a slow reader and I was able to fly through this book because it reads easy. It's not like overwhelming with a lot of like mumbo jumbo or, you know, high academic vocabulary. It's easy to read. You're going to get through it and there's so much to it. So high impact instruction again is the title. And again, it's by Jim Knight. And I would consider this more of like a comprehensive guide that like dives into the art and the science of effective teaching. So Jim Knight explores the importance of things like intentional planning, purposeful discussions in your classroom, how to provide meaningful feedback to your students. This book really serves as like a roadmap for educators who are wanting to enhance their instructional practices. It's all about our teaching. And that's one of the reasons why I love this book. And it really helps to create a positive and engaging classroom environment. So kind of three main objectives, I would say, of this book are, one, to help develop instructional expertise. Like the author, Jim Knight, is amazing. And he really emphasizes the importance of continuous professional development He encourages teachers to refine their instructional expertise. Another objective I would say is he wants to really foster this collaborative learning environment. And the book really goes into and highlights a lot of strategies uh, for fostering that collaborative learning environment where students are actively participating and they contribute to their own learning. There are so many great actionable strategies in the book. You're going to be able to implement into your classroom right away. And then another objective I would say that you would get from this book is that personalized feedback. Jim Knight really underscores the power of personalized feedback and the importance of it. And he provides teachers with practical tools to understand their students' needs and to guide their progress. So, one of my favorite quotes from this book, I went through all of the books before I was making my list and I made sure like I could pull out a really strong quote quote that I think would really hook you. And this is the quote that I pulled from this book. It's effective teaching is an orchestration of strategies personalized for unique needs of each learner. And if that does not resonate with you, then I don't know what will because I think that quote right there just not only sums up this book, but sums up, you know, why we are here for our students. So definitely check out this book. Again, the title, High Impact Instruction. The link is in the show notes. If you have not heard of this book and you are like, man, I just want to be a better teacher, this would be the book for you. All right, let's move on to book number two. This is another one that I would recommend that you could easily binge over holiday break. The title of this one is From Striving to Thriving and it is by Stephanie Harvey and Annie Ward. And I read this book, gosh, it's been probably, I want to say maybe three summers ago, and it is still one that I keep on my shelf. It is highly flagged, like those little sticky note flags, you know, that you can buy to like mark your place in a book. 
Mine has a lot. <laughs> um, and it is overly highlighted and annotated. And that to me tells me that it was definitely a book that I enjoyed reading. I refer to it a lot still in a lot of my professional development that I do for teachers. And you probably will hear me quote it even on this podcast multiple times. It is fantastic. So again, the title is From Striving to Thriving. And it is a beacon for teachers who are navigating the path of literacy instruction. The authors Stephanie Harvey and Annie Ward are just phenomenal. And they explore the stages of reading development, offering practical strategies to help support your struggling readers, which I love that they call them striving readers. By the way, it's, I just love that term. Instead of calling them struggling, we call them striving. But anyways, they offer practical strategies to help support their striving readers and to really cultivate a classroom culture where every student can thrive. This is a book that I would go to if you are really looking how to build a culture of reading in your classroom. It is not necessarily going to be like instructional-based strategies, but it's really going to help you think and reflect on just your entire being as a literacy instructor for your students? Are you building the right kinds of routines? What have you done with your library? Just really looking at literacy overall and how you are supporting your students through the lenses of this culture of reading. And it is just a phenomenal book. So some objectives I think you'll take away from this one. One would be like the reading, a reading development roadmap. The book really helps provide a detailed roadmap for understanding the different stages of reading development. And it really helps to empower teachers to tailor their instruction to like help meet individual student needs. Another objective would be confidence building strategies. That's one of the things I love about this book. The authors offer a toolkit of strategies to help boost students' confidence and transform them from struggling to proficient readers. And then, like I mentioned already, another objective that I would say would be to cultivate a reading community. And this is the biggest, I think, objective and takeaway from this book. And so I would say definitely the importance or the authors kind of showcase this importance of creating a positive reading environment as being a central theme and really encouraging teachers to foster a love of reading within their classroom. And so if you want your students to walk away from your classroom with a love of reading and you're not sure how, this would be the book I would suggest. So one of my favorite quotes from this one is super simple, but I think it's a powerful quote, even though it's simple. It's, every teacher has the power to transform a struggling reader into a thriving one. And I love, again, that struggle, that thriving, instead of calling them struggling readers, calling them thriving readers. But I think it's a great reminder that we all have the power to do this. It's just about understanding and figuring out how. And this book definitely will do that for you. All right, let's move on to book number three. This is another great suggestion. I think this is a newer book, actually. I read it recently. And again, it's perfect. It's small enough to binge over holiday break. So let's introduce it. This one is called Seven Mighty Moves, and it is by Lindsay Kemeny. I hope I'm saying her last name correctly. I apologize if I'm not. But Seven Mighty Moves, this is a new one that just came out. I think it was recent. I want to say in 2022 or 2023, but I could be wrong. Anyways, 
This one, again, by Lindsay Kemeny, is it is research-based. It does support SOR. I think all of these books absolutely support science of reading. It is a research-backed masterpiece that focuses on strategies specifically tailored to K-3 to reading success. And this book presents a what I would consider a comprehensive toolkit for those early literacy educators addressing like common challenges and again, fostering a love of reading in your young learners. So don't let the K to three fool you. I think this is definitely a book I would suggest, especially for your upper elementary teachers who are like, you know, I've got struggling readers who need help with phonemic awareness, phonics, you know, they've got gaps in their learning. How can I support them? This would be definitely a book I would suggest because it's going to help you understand kind of where maybe you need to be focusing for those students. So some objectives that I would say you're definitely going to get out of this one. One would be evidence-based literacy practices. The author outlines the seven powerful moves that are grounded in research offering teachers evidence-based practices for effective early literacy instruction. Another objective I would say would be addressing some common challenges. And I love this about this book. So the book provides practical solutions to common challenges faced in early literacy classrooms, really to ensure that teachers are kind of well-equipped to support their students. And then you kind of see a trend in maybe some of these books that I pick, but I would say definitely the last objective would be to cultivate a love for reading. I think the book places a strong emphasis on creating a positive and joyful reading experience for our students. And that is so important. So again, the book was Seven Mighty Moves by Lindsay Kemeny. The quote that I picked before we move on is effective reading instruction involves a combination of science and heart, setting the stage for a lifetime of literacy. And I loved this quote because, yes, we can speak about the science of reading all we want, but that heart piece, that dedication to literacy, the dedication to our our neighborhood, our students, that has to be there too. And if it's not there, the science of reading is not going to get us far. So that was the quote that really struck out to me. So if that resonates with you, this sounds like maybe it could be the book for you. Definitely check it out. Again, it's small. It's bingeable for holiday break. And again, the link is in the show notes. All right, we're ready for book number four. Book number four is called Shifting the Balance. And this is for grades three to five. It is by Katie Cunningham, Jan Birkins, and Carrie Yates. And there technically are actually two versions of this book. There is a K2 version and a 3.5 version. So I would recommend both of them. I'm going to put the 3.5 version specifically in the uh, show notes. But if you click that and you scroll down when you go into Amazon, you can easily find the K2 version too. So basically, Shifting the Balance, this is a a highly supported um, or aligned with Science of Reading book. It is very popular right now. I think the 3.5 version just came out in 2023. The K2 version has been out for a little while, maybe a year or so, but the 3.5 version I know for a fact came out this year because I pre-ordered it and was so excited when it came and it is still sitting on my desk, believe it or not. 
But the shifting the balance, basically, it takes teachers on a journey through these six strategic ways to bring the science of reading into your classroom. And so the offer, the authors, excuse me, offer insights, strategies, practical advice for creating a balanced and effective literacy curriculum. This would definitely be a book that if you're like, I want to know more about science of reading, what could I do over holiday break? This would be the book that I would suggest grabbing. So some objectives that I know you'll get from this one. One would be, of course, applying the science of reading principles into your classroom. This book specifically guides teachers into applying SOR principles into like your upper elementary grades, um, really ensuring a like seamless transition for that continued reading success. Another objective would be addressing those upper elementary challenges. The authors really talk about specifically grades three through five. And so if you are not grades three through five, then that would be where I definitely would get the K2 version. But they talk about specific challenges in the upper elementary world that, of course, are linked to literacy. And they provide solutions and strategies for your instruction, which is fantastic. And then another objective that I would talk about would be how it helps you to create a balanced literacy curriculum. So yes, you're probably thinking, I already have a curriculum. I don't need to create a curriculum. It's really going to help you reflect and analyze on your current curriculum. So I don't, don't let that steer you. It's going to really emphasize the importance of balanced literacy in your curriculum and really blend together those science-backed methods kind of with the art of teaching overall. So it's not going to sell you a curriculum. It's not going to, you know, help you create a curriculum. Like I said, it's really just more of reflecting on your current curriculum and making sure you kind of have all the pieces in place for strong, balanced instruction. So my favorite quote here that I pulled out is, balancing the science of reading with the art of teaching ensures every child can unlock the world through books. Oh, love that one. You know, anything, I love suggesting picture books. I have an entire Amazon storefront that's just full of picture books that are linked to like different skills and strategies. And so I loved this quote because it talked about, you know, unlocking the world through books. And I just, it gives me chills to read that. But again, kind of like the last quote I mentioned, you know, the art of teaching and the science of reading kind of merging together. Kind of that, you have to have both. You can't just rely on SOR to, you know, get your students where you need to be. You have to have that art, that spark, that heart behind teaching. All right, let's get into our last book real quick before we go. Book number five, again, is another, I believe it's by Scholastic. It is one that I think was released in the last few years. It is titled Reading Above the Fray, and it is by Julia Lindsay. And this book is really a celebration of reading as like a lifelong adventure. It has a really unique spin to it. And the book explores strategies, again, to foster a love of reading. It encourages educators to kind of create an environment where students are excited to engage in a diverse range of texts. And I just, this again, this one I would kind of pair with the Striving to Thriving book as kind of similar takeaways. Some of the objectives I think you'll get from this one, number one, of course, uh, promoting a positive culture of reading. The author advocates for creating this positive reading culture within the classroom, 
where students really feel motivated. They feel inspired to just explore the world through books. Another objective, and I love this one, is encouraging diverse reading. So important, especially with building background knowledge, ensuring that all students feel seen. But the book really emphasizes the importance of introducing students to this diverse range of literature to help do things like broaden their perspectives, enrich their reading experiences, and again, just make sure that all students feel seen and heard through books. And then the final objective I would say is implementing creative reading activities. I love how the author provides practical and creative activities to make reading this like dynamic and enjoyable experience for students. So my favorite quote, reading is not just a skill, it's a lifelong adventure. And oh, if you believe in that, then this is definitely a book to pick up. And again, it is thin, it is perfect to binge over holiday break. So what do you think? Did you hear maybe a book or two or three that you think maybe you'd like to grab and binge? I actually need to find one for holiday break. I have gone through all of mine and I need to find a new one. So if you have suggestions for me on books, maybe you would add to this list of maybe things that you have binged during break or over the summer, please feel free to reach out and let me know. I'd love to add more books to my list. But before we wrap up, listeners, I want to make sure I wish each of you a joyous and holiday-filled season with warmth, relaxation, and of course, a good book or two. We've got one more episode before the year wraps up, so make sure to tune in for our last episode next week of 2023. We're going to be talking about some ways that you can really make next year a very, very powerful year when it comes to teaching. So it's going to be a great episode to wrap up the year. So make sure to stay tuned next week for that. And of course, if you want to leave the Literacy Lounge an amazing holiday gift, I would ask that you take two minutes to rate or review the podcast if you could. You can do that in Spotify or Apple or wherever you're listening. It takes just a few minutes, but it means the absolute world to me knowing that you are listening, that you are enjoying the show. And then, of course, it helps other educators out there know that this could be a podcast that they might fall in love with as well. Again, all of the links to the books are in the show notes. So just head back to or head right on your phone or wherever you're listening. Just scroll down and you'll be able to find those links. And I hope that you find something that you would enjoy reading over break. And I'll see you over in the next episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Literacy Lounge with Sierra Harris. You can find any of the resources mentioned in the show notes at sierraharristeaching.com slash podcast. If you're looking for more support with close reading, download the free close reading guidebook at www.buildingcomprehension.com slash close dash reading dash guidebook. Until next time, happy reading.